and welcome to the Menstrual Mogul Podcast. My name is Jacqueline, aka the Menstrual Mogul. And we're going to play some tricks on your brain today because, girlfriend, our brain needs to be tricked sometimes. Tell me if you can relate. I am sure I am not the only one out there who has struggled with all or nothing thinking or actions. Now, a lot of that has been helped by incorporating my cycle into a lot of the habits and behaviors that I try to participate in on a day-to-day basis. However, there are still times none of us are perfect and we're humans and because we're humans, we have the brain that we have. And sometimes our brain needs to be tricked in order to get us to take actions on the goals and the like actions that bring us closer to our goals. So I want to break down a little bit of a story of like how this has affected me personally, not only in my business, but my personal life too. And then I'm going to teach you what's been resonating and really helping not only me, but my clients in doing kind of like a shortcut slash workaround for our brains so that we're able to actually take action, be consistent, and in turn, get way, way closer to our goals. I've mentioned it a whole bunch of times here on the podcast, but 2023 was really a year where I went deep into mindset work to uncover a lot of the issues and behaviors that I was having that was keeping me from being successful in my business and like other parts of my life. And I'm so glad I did this because... I have in the past gone to talk therapy so much and I I have found it very, very helpful to have a safe space to talk about issues, whether it's surrounding like family, relationships, or other personal woes, if you will. But one thing I noticed that I struggled with when it came to talk therapy was that there was no homework, that there was no, you know, follow-up or... I felt like I didn't have a tangible or practical thing to do afterwards to fix or to re-strategize the way I was doing things. For instance, when I came to things around my business, I felt like I was stagnant and not moving forward in it at a certain point. And when I would go to talk therapy and talk about it, it would just kind of be like, yeah, that must be hard. That must be, you know, difficult to deal with. And I was like, okay, great. But like, what do I do about it? (laughs) Like, how do I fix this? And through working with a coach and having like mindset work done and mainly not only mindset work, but subconscious reprogramming, I realized that there were a lot of things like subconsciously holding me back from moving forward in my business, whether it was because of the way I was handling money at that time, or the way I was looking at my audience, or if it had to do with needing validation from external resources. Reason being I'm telling you all of this is I learned a lot about my brain and your brain and how our brain works as human beings and what we have to really do to get past some of these things that our brain is doing in order to protect us so that we can overcome fear, so we can become more consistent, and so that we can take action towards the goals that we know will make us feel better and that we have been wishing to achieve maybe perhaps for years. Through all of this mindset work that I was doing last year, I realized that a huge belief that was embedded deep into my subconscious was, you're too tired for that. 
and we can't do this because you're too tired, because your energy isn't perfect, because your energy isn't optimal. And I realized after a lot of work that this is a belief that I took on in my mid-20s when I went through a horrible bout within my health and it left me bedridden, it left me um, having mistrust with doctors, it had me really just trying to protect myself in every way, shape, and form because other professionals weren't doing that for me. I go down a deep rabbit hole in the what the fuck is a parasite cleanse episode of this podcast. I'll link it in the show notes. But I was overprescribed antibiotics by a gynecologist for recurring UTIs, and she gave me so many antibiotics that I landed in the hospital which led to a slew and trickle effect of so many other health issues. Um, I had a persistent headache for six months. I had an ear, nose, and throat doctor look at my symptoms. And when he tried to prescribe me anti-anxiety medicine, and I told him no because that wasn't getting to the root problem, he said, okay, well, like, just drink some wine and calm down. Yeah, that fucking happened. So anyway, there was this really scary time in my life where no one could tell me what was wrong with me, where no one could figure out what was happening. And it was all up to me. And I felt very isolated. I felt alone. My relationship suffered. My anxiety was at an all-time high. And I also felt like shit from not only that physical stress, but whatever else I was experiencing from the health issues that I was having. So our body is always, and our brain is always trying to protect us and always trying to conserve energy, even if that's for the wrong reasons. Um, I think for this era in my 20s, it was for the right reasons that my body and my brain were trying to protect me. But how that has come to bite me in the ass later in the life has kind of been an issue. Before I found out about cycle syncing and the four phases of our cycle, I would feel like during the higher energy phases, the follicular and ovulatory phases, that because my energy was naturally great, that it meant that was the time that I could do whatever I wanted. I could work out. I could be creative. I could do this. I could do that. And Yes, those are superpowers that we have at that time and place, but then we get to a luteal and menstrual phase where we still have energy. It's just not the 100% like ready to fucking go energy. And when that would happen before I knew about cycle syncing, I used that as an excuse to not do anything, to be like, hey, my energy isn't great. It's not perfect. We got to conserve it. We got to protect you, Jack. Like, we're not going to do what we said we were going to do, whether that was a workout or whether that was doing specific tasks within my business. And as you can imagine, and this is something that a lot of my one-on-one clients say to me before we start working together one-on-one, is... It leads to inconsistency. It leads to kind of flying by the seat of your pants because you're kind of depending on what type of energy you'll have on any given day instead of being intentional or just knowing that you'll have a certain level of energy depending on where you are in your cycle. But the truth of the matter is that we are more than capable throughout the whole course of our cycle to achieve and work and do what we need to. We just have to give ourselves permission to have that look different and to have different levels of output throughout the course of our cycle. 
but the things our brain will tell us are wild. It will tell you, hey, if you do not have this thousand percent energy, this kind of quote unquote high energy phase of your cycle energy throughout the whole course of your cycle, then we can't do things. We have to preserve our energy. We have to go into like total rest mode where it's not only that we don't get the high energy things done, we don't get anything done. And guess what? That doesn't set us up for success or for the business or for the health habits that we want to be consistent with over time. So what I found, what I have to do nowadays, and what I had learned over the past year with the mindset work I did, is that we kind of have to trick our brain out of living in this all or nothing thinking. I'll give you an example with working out. So During the follicular and ovulatory phases of my cycle, I'm definitely going harder in my workouts. I'm not only going harder, but I'm usually doing longer workouts, like 45 minutes or something like that. And it's not like I'm working out hard the full 45 minutes, but I'm doing a lot more prep work and stretching and like activation within my workouts. And that feels really great. And like I have the time to do that during my follicular and ovulatory phase because I have a lot of energy throughout the whole day during those phases. However, when it comes to the luteal and menstrual phase, I feel very overwhelmed by the thought of doing something for 45 minutes. It makes me feel like I'm going to use up all my energy for the day doing that workout and that I'm not going to have enough energy to do the other things that I want to do throughout the day. And so in the past, before I tell you what I do now, I would just be like, okay, well, fuck it. I'm not going to do it at all. Instead of giving myself like a plan B of any sort, I just would say, well, I'll do it tomorrow when I have more energy again. And guess what? For like two weeks out of the month, I'm not going to have that high level energy. Yet my expectations are to have the same amount of energy each and every day. So here's what I do now to kind of overcome this concept and this protection plan that our brain has for us, that we need to conserve energy, that we shouldn't be taking action or doing things that are like out of the ordinary because it's trying to protect us. And I've heard other women in the mindset space talk about this in different capacities. And I feel like we all need to hear it a different way in order for it to land. So what I'm saying is not necessarily new. This is just how I've made it work for me and perhaps it could work for you too. And for me, it comes down to making business deals with my brain. And it number one, brings me into this space where it's like I feel safe and I feel like I'm not putting myself in a fight or flight danger situation by overextending myself or overdoing something. That's the first component. But also it makes me feel empowered. Like how empowered do you feel when you sign on a new client or make a deal with maybe a partner or a friend or whatever and like you're like, okay, this is a good exchange of energy. This is a good place that we're working from. This is a place where we both have this same mutual goal and we're going to work on it together. And so I want you to look at this approach and getting out of the all or nothing as a way of like making a deal with your brain. I'll give you a few examples here, both in the health and fitness realm, but also business as well. One example that came up for me recently was I was back in Pennsylvania for a funeral and it was just a somber time overall. Um, and I, the only thing I was looking forward to is my best friend still lives in Pennsylvania and I could see her. And so that was kind of like a light at the end of this dark and gloomy tunnel. 
Now, what happened was, of course, I'm coming from Wyoming where it hadn't been snowing at all this winter. And then I get to Pennsylvania and I'm so excited to see my friend. And then a blizzard happens. And a blizzard in Pennsylvania is not the same as a blizzard here in Wyoming. In Wyoming, life still goes on. There are literally no snow days for the kids that go to school here. But in Pennsylvania, and I'm sure if you live on the East Coast, you know that things shut down. Driving isn't as easy and like the t- the cars on the road are not as well equipped to handle this type of inclement weather. So it meant that I wasn't going to see my best friend at all, even though she was like 35 minutes away and it fucking sucked. I was so annoyed at it. And so it also led me to kind of be cooped up in an Airbnb for a whole day with not much else to do besides like work. I could work out. I could do anything. But because my mood was shit and I was also in the luteal phase of my cycle, I really felt like doing nothing. And I think we all know that there are consequences on the other side of the decisions we make, whether it's good consequences or bad consequences. And I always know that there is never a workout I've done where I have felt like I shouldn't have done that. Unless I accidentally injured myself, I always feel good and glad that I did it at the end of a workout. Now, on the other side of things, I know what happens when I decide not to do a workout. I feel like crap. I think of the coulda, shoulda, wouldas. I feel like my time wasn't well spent because usually instead of doing a workout, I'm scrolling on TikTok or doing whatever, especially during, again, the 10 to 14 days before my period, which is your luteal phase. And so I was sitting there in the Airbnb, cooped up, literally had nothing else to do. I had taken off of work that week because of the funeral. And And I was like, I should do, I even brought my like two pound weights for my bar exercises that I love to do. And I was like, I should do a 30 minute workout for bar blend, which I still use uh, Beachbody, body, whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, I love bar blend and it feels so good on my body, especially if I've been sitting a lot from traveling and not just moving as much, which I hadn't been. And the thought of even a 30-minute workout overwhelmed me. And that's silly. And I know, again, that I would feel good at the end of it. But for some reason, my brain was like, Jack, don't do it. Oh, my gosh, this is too much. Let's not, your energy isn't there. You're tired. Like, I'm not sure if this is a good idea. And I had to stop and have a conversation with my brain. And here's what I did when it came to the workout portion of it. I said, okay. 30 minutes may feel like a lot right now, Jack's brain. (laughs) Like, it might feel like a lot, little brain. But what if we could just do 10 minutes? Like, they have these little 10-minute workouts on on demand. What if I could just do 10 minutes? And my brain spoke back to me and was like, yeah, okay, yeah, we could do that. We could do 10 minutes, but not 30 minutes, but we could do 10. And guess what? I'm sure you know that this has happened to you too, that you start with the 10 minutes and they're like, hey, that was fine. That was great. Like I could do another. And so what I did instead was um, I did 10 minutes then. And then like while I was cooking later, I did another 10 minute. And so like, I also love the idea of breaking up what a workout looks like. Um, I heard someone explain it as having little 
movement snacks. I love that term. I think it's Kira Stokes Fitness, which if you don't follow her, she is just like the happiest woman on earth. And she's the personal trainer trainer for Candice Cameron Bure, uh, DJ Tanner from Full House. And together, like their workouts and how they show up every day together just makes me so happy and feel like safe, if that makes any sense whatsoever. I'm sure you follow someone on social media that because they show up again and again, and routinely it's kind of like how I feel about the office as a tv show like it's my safe space so Kira Stokes is amazing and I love her and I heard her talk on a podcast calling like little 10 minute bursts or whatever movement snacks and I said I could do a movement snack right now and then I did another later and then like I think I stretched later so all in all I probably did do 30 minutes of movement but I had to make a deal with my brain and break up the terms, if you will. If we're going with this deal metaphor, I had to rearrange the terms and make it work for my brain. And guess what? I still got what I needed to done. Now, how does this look like not only during the higher energy phases of your cycle, but also maybe within your business? So I'll give you a perfect example for today. Right now, I am in the ovulatory phase of my cycle. I am pouncing with energy right now. Like it's very palpable. I feel like I have to burn something off. But here I am sitting down at my desk and podcasting. And it's an important part of my business that I actually love to do. But if I'm being totally honest, I'm literally looking outside right now and it is dumping snow. And guess what? It hasn't snowed for like two and a half or three weeks here. And that is very uncommon during this time of year in Wyoming and I have a ski pass it only works during the weekdays so I want to go outside and play just like a little kid um and so I made a deal with myself my my thought in my head this morning was Jack it's snowing come on like go outside have some fun and you know me guys If you follow me on stories, you know that enhancing my life experience means enhancing your client experience when you work with me. However, I do know that there is a time and place for things to get done and that like work within our business can't just be stopped completely. So I made a deal with my brain. I said, brain, you know what? We'll churn out two to three podcast episodes, whatever I can get done in this chunk of time. And then at 1 p.m., me and Spence, we're hitting the slopes and we're going to have a fuck ton of fun. And if I need to do work later that's like more behind the scenes, I can do that too. Like we're going to still get things done, but we're going to compromise and have fun in the process. So I want you to think about the task or the habit or whatever your brain feels resistant to. And I want you to, first of all, get curious as to why it's resistant to it. What is your brain trying to preserve? I've heard so many experts in subconscious work talk about this, that your brain doesn't care what your goals are. Its only job is to keep you alive and safe. And in today's day and age, when something is new to us, when something takes us outside of our comfort zone, when something challenges us, our brain sees it as a threat. And it's kind of like that 
lion or that's chasing us. And if we don't have the right things in place or just simple awareness, like I'm giving you today, if you didn't know this before, it can be hard to overcome that brain drama that is telling you this isn't safe. We shouldn't be doing this. We need to preserve energy. Or if in my instance, it was, yeah, you need to preserve energy and like you're you're too tired. You're way too tired to do this, even though I wasn't. So that's important to take into account and to become aware and ask yourself, what is my brain protecting me from? Is it because this is new? Is it because it's different? Is it because this will stretch me and make me grow? And that means not being who I used to be. There could be a plethora of answers. And that's what I help my clients decipher and sift through in one-to-one, specifically in Voxer, which is our walkie-talkie app that we have with each other. But after that, I want you to begin to negotiate, rearrange terms and make a deal with your brain. How can we do this and like still get closer to your goal, but in a way that makes your body and your brain feel safe? Because if we don't feel safe, it's gonna feel a little bit too much and overwhelming and it is important to make sure that the way you approach anything in your life, that you're doing it with an intention of self-love and you know getting better and growing, but also like not doing from not doing so from a scary space, if that makes sense. So think about the goal or habit or the action you know you need to take. And number one, think of different variations of how it could look. This is another thing I'm always helping my clients with. It's like, okay, I know I need to create content. Like how can we make this work not only for me as the individual, as a human, but also depending on where you are in your cycle truly matters. Because if you're in your luteal phase 10 to 14 days before your period, you're already predisposed to a bigger amount of cortisol in your body, which is your stress hormone. So we're naturally more stressed during that time of the month. And if we don't have the right health habits in place, if we're expecting ourselves to show up with the highest of energy, like we're in a different phase of our cycle, it's, yeah, your body is gonna feel unsafe in executing that action. And in turn, it will make you less consistent with your goals. So I always love helping my clients with a hybrid approach, you know, between the health habits that make sure we're not like stressed to the nth degree. And so our body feels safe in that way. And then we take it to like the brain component and making it work for them um, with the right mindset and negotiating deals with making their actions feel safe for their brain to execute. And then eventually getting out of all or nothing thinking and beginning to meet yourself in the middle becomes kind of like the show Shark Tank. Your brain is constantly pitching you ideas of why you can't do something and you as the shark are renegotiating the terms and making a deal based on mutual goals between your brain and you. And in turn, you get to have this relationship where it's benefiting both of you. Your brain feels safe to execute things in a certain way, but also you are still getting stuff done. It might just not look the way that you had envisioned it in the beginning. 
for me, it's honestly become pretty fun, which is weird and morbid and hilarious. But I love making deals with my brain all day long and meeting myself in the middle and just really becoming the consistent woman that I know I'm meant to be. And then because I've gone through this experience, it's something that I'm able to coach my one-on-one clients through. And each client of mine is like so individual that it's it becomes really fun for me as a coach, number one, but it's even more fulfilling and exciting to see my clients become more consistent with like their health habits, their business strategy, and the mindset that they go into each cycle and each month with. Um, It's just like literally the most fulfilling thing. So if you feel like you need guidance and coaching and help and getting out of your own way with this hybrid approach that I am doing, which I honestly do not see anyone else using the hormone health business strategy approach within their work, then I really encourage you to inquire about one-on-one mentorship. I am filling up spots for this quarter and it is already, like it's already been the best year ever with the transformations, the testimonials, and the women that are flooding in and applying to be in one-to-one. I am pinching myself with the level of women that I am working with in this container, in this space. Um, I would want to make sure that it is a mutual deal for both of us, meaning that it benefits me and you and that our vibes are aligned and matched. So if you are interested, I implore you to come into my DMs and send me a message or I will leave the application in the show notes of this episode. Regardless, I hope that this episode was really empowering to you and I'm sure you've heard this message before, but hopefully hearing it this way could also bring you to maybe your own version of how to make deals with your brain or how to make how to make living outside of the all or nothing and instead in the middle work for you because you are so unique you do have specific lifestyles and situations and that should definitely be taken into account for if you love this episode please rate and review this show so we can spread the good word with all the other menstruating women out there i want to thank you so much for tuning in and i will talk to you next time